from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. This is the best show on the internet. According to our mothers. Yeah. I forgot the <laughs> beer in that, but we're going to leave it. Yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> well, we acknowledge we, it We've now. moved up. Is what happened. Yeah, this is now just the best show on the yeah, internet. It's not just the best beer show. It's the best show it's on the internet. Period. Yeah, and I'm sure all of you agree with us. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And if you have views to the contrary, keep them to yourself. I know, actually, we want to hear them <laughs> so we can openly mock them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So go ahead and tell us. Yeah, please tell us, and then tell us what we can improve on so we feel bad about ourselves. Like, I read bad reviews, and I cry at night. That's... They do hit you hard. Yeah. They 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 really don't like me. Yeah. In the iTunes reviews specifically, they really liked Miles back in the day. Yeah. And they hated me. Yeah. Well, you guys should stop being mean to Casey because I have to rub his back at night when <laughs> at he cries. Night. Every night. And There's, I call up right I now. really <laughs> would like it if you guys could make that not happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> He'll call me thirty times. Yeah. He only answers on the thirtieth. <laughs> He's just like, fine, stop blowing up my phone. <laughs> All right, Rick, what have you been up to brewing-related lately? Brewing beers. Right. Hey, man, you finally the saw the, uh, the the pump set up in action. Yes. What do you think? That is super cool. Um, so instead of, like, loudering with the pitcher and dumping back, the pump is just so so cool. It just does it. Yeah. Like, like we just stood there and watched it do it. It was amazing. For a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it a lot. Me too. That's definitely a good investment. If you guys don't have a pump, get one. Think about it. Yeah, just you know, just a little bit. Just think about it. Think a about it. Bit. You know, if you have the money, I would recommend. Yeah, investing I mean, one. it's it's super we brewed cool. what five six years without one. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, but not yeah. necessary, but definitely like a nice automation to your system i like it it frees you up to do something like uh i can bottle while loudering now right so i just it it gives me more time in the brew day to multitask yeah and that's what it's all about to make your brew day not as long and daunting yeah no make it as efficient as possible especially if you're like us and doing (laughs) double brews and on a pretty much weekly basis. every week doing brews we're like 40 beer or 80 beers in 80 weeks. Let's do it in 40. All right. <laughs> I, I I look back and like how dumb we were thinking like, let's do 80 beers in 80 weeks. That's a good idea. Well, it's cool, but it's a lot of work. Yeah, but when we're done, we're going to look back on it. No, it's going like, to be awesome. Oh, yeah. I'm, and I'm, we're I'm, almost halfway done. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm not saying we shouldn't have done it. Yeah. I think that when we decided to do it, we thought it'd be easier than it was mm-hmm. because it's like it's hard for us to link up every single week. Yeah. And we didn't really consider that. But, you know, it's still cool and I'm still glad we're doing it. It's just, OK, this is we got to make it's adjustments. a thing now. Got to yeah. call audibles and stuff in the process. Yeah. And sometimes we got to do double brews and record two episodes at once. I mean, that's just part of the game we've been doing a lot of recording two episodes at once but the nice thing is it gives us a buffer so you guys don't miss any content yeah and we actually can have a life outside of recording and brewing which really 
is a lot of other recording. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> so, do we really have a life? No. No, but we like to think that we do. We, we like to pretend. Yep. All right. Uh, so, me, brewing-wise, not a whole lot. Um, yeah, just still plowing through that uh, session uh, beer book. So, yeah. I'm really excited. Like, man, session beers are awesome. Session beers are awesome. Like, you can wake up, have a beer, and then have more, and then not be hammered at 1300 or 1 o'clock. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. So, speaking of the opposite of session beer, we have our barley wine yes, in front so of us. Yes, let's, so let's talk about session beer and then jump right into the barley <laughs> wine. <laughs> yeah. So, we have our American barley wine. Uh came in at 10% ABV. Uh the just a reminder the the malt or the 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 recipe on this looks like uh, sixteen pounds of two row two pounds of victory malt one pound of crystal forty one pound of Munich um, and then we did three ounces of centennial hops at sixty minutes one ounce of cascade at thirty minutes uh, and then we fermented with uh, our favorite yeast ten fifty six. Uh, and we came, or our, our gravity was 11.04, and we fermented down uh, a little bit past to where we were supposed to. We came in at about, like, 10.18, and our estimated was about 10.29. So this is probably, instead of the estimated 10%, it's closer to 11.5. Yeah. She's she's tall. She's she's a big boy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Don't think about that too hard. It's 2017 gender's fluid. It took it took me a second to realize why that sounded wrong, but I was like, something's weird there. Yep. Yeah. No, gender's fluid, man. It's 2017. You're right. We're you're okay. right. You're right. Well, this isn't the Department of Defense, so we can't get too into that. No, we're just gonna leave it at that. That's it. Yep. And also, beer's genderless, so it doesn't yeah. really matter. Well, I, I'm going to apologize to the beer in case we offended it. Well, I mean, yeah. By calling it the wrong... This is a safe space. Yes. For beer. <laughs> We're going down a road right now. <laughs> we need to stop that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a little punchy. Been up since three brewing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's now nine. Nine. Been up for six hours brewing already. Yeah. And I've been up since uh, before. Yeah. And then I got off work and came over here, so... <laughs> You know, it's a, it's been a day. Actually, yeah. it's been a really good day. We should do these early morning brews more often. It's kind I, of fun. I actually agree. Yeah. Like, because uh, I mean, I get off work at six a.m. You wake up at six a.m. Yeah. Usually. Not yeah. Free, no. Yeah. But... No, yeah. No. Usually. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. Well, that discussion off air, but yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. So, American barley wine. Overall impression that we're looking for is a well hopped American interpretation of the richest and strongest of the English ales. That's a lot to live up to. Uh, the hop character should be evident throughout, but does not have uh, does not have to be unbalanced. The alcohol strength and hop bitterness often combine to leave a very very long finish. Long finish. I was going to go strong there, but it was yeah. long. Yeah, I uh, I anticipated strong as well. Um, I'm going to hop into aroma before I do that. We probably I want to disclaim that we do have. A little bit lower carbonation than we expected with this. Yeah, it's been a little cooler. Yeah. In so, our, and uh, you in guys have heard area. the adventures of the whip beer. The whip beer. 
that still not carved is up still yet. not carved. But this is coming along a lot better. This is going better. Um, but also, this requires less carbonation. Yeah, I think we're gonna go uh, like a three week minimum on yeah. our carbonation now that's, instead of yeah, a two week. That's now that we're idea. into winter again. So, the disclaimer is that we're this beer is a little still. It's it has enough carbonation that we decided we can taste it. Yep, it still falls within style carbonation. But, yeah. Well, we might miss the mouse mouth feel, but we're gonna kind of skip that one until a later date when we can revisit and make sure it carved up. Yeah. Which we anticipate it will. So that that's a, kind of the disclaimer on this. We just feel that you guys have a better show when we're tasting a homebrew. Mm-hmm. So, and it tastes, I mean, I mean, it works. All right. Well, we'll get let's, into let's it. Let's do um, aroma. Aroma, hop character moderate to assertive and often showcases citrusy, fruity, or resiny New World varieties. Although other varieties such as floral, earthy, or spicy English varieties, or a blend of varieties may be used. Rich maltiness... <clears throat> with a character that may be sweet, caramelly, bready, or fairly neutral, low to moderately strong fruity esters and alcohol aromatics. However, the intensity of aromatics often subsides with age. Hops tend to be nearly equal to the malt in aroma, the alcohol and esters far behind. Let's give it a sniff so, here. So this is young, very, yes. very hop forward. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that... Uh, I get pine, resin. Do you? Yeah. Because I'm getting almost like a floral citrusy. I can see that. Yeah. Man, I'm the, getting the, the pine, pine, too. The pine is really coming up, and then I get like a, like, just like on the back end of the nose, like just a little bit of, like a lot of resin. I feel like, there. I mean, I mean, and people smell things different. Yeah. I feel like, for me, the citrusy floral more citrusy but mm-hmm. it's almost like a citrus floral is forward for me i want to warm it up a little bit see if i can pull out some of those yeah but i also t- i also sense kind of the pine as well but that one's on the back end for me mm. as it warms up it gets more floral for sure yeah almost like an orange blossom with yeah like, yeah yeah that's where i'm getting that citrusy it's kind of like that yeah so we might have just had different temperatures going on. But yeah, that's, I mean, definitely also getting the piney. Yep. Uh, then well. be- the behind the hops. Yeah. It's sweet. That, um, yeah, there's definitely sweet a. Sweet caramel. Caramel. Um, a lot of, yeah. A little bit of alcohol. Yeah, you can smell a. Not not like it's not solventy. No, no. But no, it's not by any you, means. just like a little bit of that. You can just in the nose. you can smell that it's there, but it, it yeah. is definitely a a, a far no backdrop. yeast. Uh, really, no yeast. Yeah, esters. I wasn't picking up any of that. Yeah, I'm not picking up any yeast esters in this. So very clean that way. Yeah. All right, but um, that I mean, you can kind of expect that with so the, aroma. I well, I think I'd give it a thumbs up for sure. I will too. That is, yeah, it smells great. Yeah, it does. Uh, appearance, color may range from light amber to medium copper. May rarely be as dark as light brown. <laughs> Often has ruby highlights. Moderate to moderately low to large off white to tan colored head. May have. Uh, oh, may have low head retention. May be cloudy with chill haze. 
at cooler temperatures, but generally clears to good to brilliant clarity as it warms. The color may appear to have great depth, as if viewed through a thick glass lens. High alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs uh, when the when beer is swirled in the glass. Legs. Uh, copper. Copper and legs. Copper. Uh, fairly clear for... Yeah, it is actually pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, oh yeah, no, the legs are definitely there. Yeah, <laughs> the, the legs are, yeah, for sure. It it kind of coats the glass. Mm-hmm. Head's not quite there, but that's a carbonation issue. Right. More than anything. So that's something we're kind of skipping until we can revisit. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we got kind of a, yeah, we got good clarity. Um, yeah, I'm going to give the appearance a thumbs up. I'm going to give it that, too. So now's the point where we're going to reach the important part. Flavor. Oh, yeah. Strong, rich malt flavor with a noticeable hot flavor and bitterness in the balance. Moderately low to moderately high malty sweetness on the palate, although the finish may be somewhat sweet to quite dry, depending on aging. Hot bitterness may range from moderately strong to aggressive. While strongly malty, the balance should always seem bitter. Moderate to high hop flavor, any variety, but often showing a range of New World hop characteristics, low to moderate fruity esters, noticeable alcohol presence, but well integrated. Flavors will smooth out and decline over time, but any oxidized character should be muted and generally be masked by the hop character. May have some some bready or caramelly malt flavors, but these should not be high. Roasted or burnt malt flavors are inappropriate. 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 Oh, inappropriate there. And uh, I don't know. I feel like right. this should probably have no, no banana. <laughs> they didn't even put it in there because that should be a given. But, you but know, we're going to we, let we, you guys know. We want you to know that it should have no banana. banana. Uh, yeah, so, wow, this beer is dry. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, it did finish 10 points lower than we expected. Yeah. So, that, that's to be a given, I guess. Um, we're very hop forward. Yes. Yep. Like, just big pine notes. Yeah, the pine really comes through on the flavor mm-hmm. a lot. Um... Still, I I feel like the uh, the hop a- forwardness that we're getting is more the bitterness than the flavor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. But that I mean that's but what and we're all going this is gonna this balance out with yeah. like I love barley wines. They start like at this huge high peak and then they me- just it's a gradual yeah. mellow out. So this, I mean, we'll obviously we'll be aging a couple of these. For, uh, we're gonna be aging uh, most of the case. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so very high. Uh, I'm getting caramel on the back end. Like once you get past the hops, yeah, you get uh, caramel and a little bit of toffee. At least I do. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely getting that. Um, there's a little bit of there's a slight bit of graininess. That I really like to complement that. 
It's not like a real forward thing. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it comes kind of... It, it, it rounds out that, that sweet yeah. flavor. So you got the, the like, sweet caramelly, and then right in the middle of that is you start getting this graininess that's very subtle, and then you just get a little peak of it, but it's still very small. And then you finish out dry. Yeah, no, it's a great amount of it. Like, yeah, it, it works perfectly with the flavors that are in there. Balances it out. And so that's cool. Like, that... I, that's a very... Um, the alcohol is definitely in here. Mm-hmm. Again, you get the warming. Not, it's not, not hot. Not hot, not solventy. It's no. just there. You get that warming as it... Especially as it goes down your esophagus. And then, like uh, you get that kind of warming through yeah. your chest so, a bit. We got snow for the first time in Wisconsin mm-hmm. this year, uh, yesterday. yesterday yeah. uh, and so it's 35, 36 degrees out right it now. It is, this is a 28 perfect... degrees right oh, now. Oh, is it really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I looked while we were outside, so okay. it might be 29. But... All right. Yeah. Yeah, no. So it's it's real cold out. <laughs> well, especially compared to last week, we were in the 60s. Two days ago, we were in the 60s. Yeah, and then we nosedived. <laughs> so... It's real cold by fall standards, real warm by spring standards, but or early spring standards. Yeah, late winter, early spring. Right. But, I mean, in January, we're going to be wearing t-shirts in this. Yeah. In January, but, this is going to be in glasses. Or, no, actually, in February, I think this will be our, like, brewing beer. Like, just to keep us warm while we're Probably, brewing. yeah. We, we just need to be careful on the amount. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> end up like yeah just leave the beer in the kettle and ferment it in there you guys are gonna know uh when we start drinking this during brew sessions <laughs> when uh our rebrews go way higher yeah <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to add hops <laughs> like seven times oh no this is a sati we put sticks in it <laughs> yep <clears throat> so all right I, I'm going to give the flavor a thumbs up. I for am a, too. For a young barley wine, this is fantastic. Well, and it, yeah, it is it is really good. And it's, I'm so happy with that grainy flavor. Like, that really adds and helps moderate that sweetness. Part of me wants to rebrew this and then stick it in a bourbon barrel for two months. Yeah. That'd be super cool. And then pull it out and let it sit for another three. Right. Like a six month, like waiting period on this, I think it would be perfect. I think this base really would be a great out. candidate for that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, mouthfeel, full bodied and chewy with a velvety, luscious texture. Although body may decline with long conditioning, alcohol warmth should be noticeable but smooth. Should not be syrupy and under attenuated. Carbonation may be low to moderate depending on age and conditioning. So right so. now our carbonation is low. That's a given. Well, it's it's almost it's almost still. Yep. But there it's, is some in there. Man, it's still full bodied and chewy though. It is. And Wow. Uh and it's a velvety texture that I think will get Better more spot on if we when we get the carbonation in it. But it's it's already like you can tell that with carbonation this will match that. Mm-hmm. Um so beyond that, the alcohol warmth is I think in the perfect range for this because it's noticeable but smooth. Yeah. Which is exactly, I'm quoting them basically, but 
It's not syrupy. It's not under attenuated. It finishes dry. Yeah, I'm going to give this a thumbs up. Yeah, this gets a thumbs up on the mouthfeel. And again, we'll revisit the carbonation situation at a later episode. Yep. So. All right. Uh, so overall, I think this beer hits style. Mm-hmm. Even with the little carbonation delay. All right. So today we're going to be talking about uh, Scottish export. Yep. Uh, we just took a little bit of a break, so that was kind yeah. of that may have been an abrupt transition. Yeah, not entirely sure what we were. I don't talking. think it was too bad. But okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah no, we we took a break. We had to go uh, start the boil on our oatmeal stout. Yep. So uh, as that's heating up, we will be recording here and talking about some Scottish export. Really excited about this. Uh, we we have one of the examples of the style. We have the Bellhaven Scottish Ale. Uh, one of my favorite. Uh, beers. I really like this beer. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to try it and talk about the style. Yeah. This is right up there with bitters for me. And you know I'm a sucker for some bitters. We right. both are. So this is uh, category 14C. 14C. Scottish export. Scottish export. 14C. Oopsie. I passed it. Come on. One more. There we go. Overall All impression. Right. A malt-focused, generally caramelly beer with perhaps a few esters and occasionally a butterscotch aftertaste. Hops only to balance and support the malt. The malt character can range from dry and grainy to rich, toasty, and caramelly, but is never roasty and especially never has a peat smoke character. Keep your peat smoke out of my Scottish beers. No peat smoke. That's my biggest pet peeve with Scottish ales. All that peat smoke. Well, people hear scotch and they immediately start thinking, right? Uh, you know, peat smoke. No, this is a beer from Scotland. Yeah, it's not <laughs> scotch. Guys. It's not scotch. <laughs> you keep that out of there. Scotch please. is great, but this is not it. This is not it. All right, aroma: <clears throat> low to medium maltiness, often with flavors of toasted breadcrumbs, ladyfingers, and English biscuits. Well, that's a little macabre. Yeah, it is. Uh, (laughs) Some fingers from some ladies. Uh, Low to medium caramel and low butterscotch is allowable. Light palm fruitiness in best examples may have low traditional English hop aroma, earthy, floral, orange, citrus, spicy, etc. Peat smoke is inappropriate. 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 Don't put that peat smoke in here. Get it out of there. All right, so looking at the, the Bellhaven here. The aroma. English biscuit. Yep, I'm smelling that biscuit. I don't know what ladies' fingers really smell uh, like in a beer, but... Yeah, I've never really... I guess I haven't... What oh, is... Oh, hey, I found the matches. What else? Oh, there you, there you go. I missed them. What else is that in there? Uh, I got caramel. I think I got a little butterscotch. Maybe just a little bit. Yeah, it's like a little touch. Just a touch. And oh, the palm fruit. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. But I am picking up a little butterscotch. But the 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 flavor or the smell I couldn't place was that palm fruit. Yes. And it and it is light. Okay, so palm fruits are pomegranate, apples, pears. I gotta assume pomegranate's in there. Um, hang on. They're fruits that have a core of several small seeds. Yeah, like a pomegranate. Yep, yeah. This one smells like pomegranate. 
Yeah, there's just a hint of pomegranate yeah. in there. And it's in there melding very well with the English biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good smell right there. Absolutely delightful. All right. Um, yeah. You want to hit appearance? <clears throat> all right. Since you got us off. Uh, yep. You're welcome. Appearance. Pale copper to very dark brown. Clear, low to moderate, creamy off-white head. Creamy off-white. What? I think that I think meant it's supposed to be high head. head. They didn't finish the sentence? <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Gary! You're Come back here and finish fired. the sentence this time. Who edited this? Like, I don't know. Uh, no one, I think. <laughs> All right, so let's um, let, let's look at color. Oh, copper. yeah. Copper. That's copper. That's copper through and through, and brilliantly clear copper. copper. Oh, it is very clear. Let me see. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I can see. I got a rick on the other side of there. this. I had to focus it it's a little a bit, like quite, a lens. Quite distorted, Casey, that I'm seeing, but it is. He, yeah, I can see you through it, so it's quite clear. Um, and then there is that. That the creamy off creamy white, off head. White. and it is sticking around for days. days. There's nothing but. We poured these before we took our break, and it's still there. Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, then we go to flavor, the important bit. Entirely malt-focused, with flavors ranging from pale, bready malt with caramel overtones to rich, toasty malt with roasted accents. That doesn't seem like a huge range, if I'm being completely honest. No. <laughs> they didn't say it was huge range, though. So... Maybe it's maybe it's good. It's yeah. fine. Um yeah. That's that's part of that. Um sorry, I gotta re answer this text. Uh you wanna take Yeah, I'll finish uh, it up. You wanna finish this up? Um <clears throat> So it's uh malt focused, flavors ranging from pale bready malt with caramel overtones to rich toasty malt with roasted accents, but never roasty. It's important that it's not roasty. Or a combination thereof. Fruity esters are not required, but add depth, yet are never high. A hop bitterness to balance the malt. No too low hop flavor is also allowed, and should of traditional character. That doesn't make any sense. Should be of traditional character, I think is what they meant. Earthy, floral, orange, citrus, spicy, etc. Finish ranges from rich and malty to dry and grainy. A subtle butterscotch character is acceptable. However, burnt sugars are not. Okay. The malt hop balance tilt towards the malt. Peat smoke is inappropriate. Um, the butterscotch. Butterscotch comes through a lot more as it warms up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's, it's, it's it not. It is subtle. It's very subtle. It's not overwhelming. But the reason I noticed butterscotch is because that's like my favorite. Like, oh okay. I don't like chocolate. Mm. Um, I do like like chocolate hint flavors in my beer, but I don't like actual chocolate. Yeah. So, I've always been a butterscotch guy. Caramel, that's fine. Butterscotch has always been my thing. Dilly Bar from Dairy Queen. I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, like the Werthers. Yeah. Werthers were originals, yeah. man. That's a good butterscotch. It's, it's good. It's a good candy. And so that's why I kind of pick up that butterscotch, even though it's subtle. I pick it up and I love it. Like it works so well with the biscuity character in this yeah. flavor. Like it is biscuits with very little hop, just just the bitterness, like it's supposed to be. 
And uh, I don't know. Taking a sip here. Yeah, those the the pomegranate is there, which yeah. seems weird that that would mix so well with butterscotch and biscuits. I get more pear than pomegranate. Is that what you're getting? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm getting pomegranate for sure. But maybe I don't eat enough pomegranates. Well, I my uh, I drink the uh, V8 energy things, okay. and then I drink a blueberry pom- pomegranate one. And that's what I'm picking up okay. is the pomegranate. So it might just be that you're not familiar enough with pomegranate. That definitely could be it. So, but yeah, it's definitely in there, and it's it's pomegranate. I'm 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 positive of. But you might also pick up pear just differently. That's um, true. Different so, mouths. Yeah, but it's oh, this is a fantastic beer. Like this is great. It's, it's a good, easy drinking beer. And I really hope that our beer tastes exactly like this. That would be perfect. Like this is this is what this beer is. It's yeah. good. Uh, mouthfeel: medium low to medium body, low to moderate carbonation. Can be relatively rich and creamy to dry and grainy. All right. We do have a uh, medium body. Yep, medium. Um, um, it's sort of a lower carbonation. Yeah, it's on the upper end of the low, though. I yeah. would say. Yeah, it's not quite. Not quite medium. Yeah. Low. Um, definitely somewhere rich in and there. creamy. Like, yeah, it it is it is pretty rich and creamy. But it finishes out dry. Mm, I'd say it finishes moderately dry. Yeah, like, I don't have that lingering sweetness. Yeah, but it also doesn't feel like I didn't just drink, drink anything. Yeah. So I would call it moderately dry. I'll go with that. Because it, it, like, it doesn't linger, but it also is, it's kind of quenching. So it, it hits that kind of moderately dry. But it makes me want to keep reaching for my pint glass. Yeah. And I'm already halfway through it. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm purposefully, like, stopping myself. Like, <laughs> Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I know you want to, but don't mm-hmm, do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's go through the comments. Ooh, the comments. Comments are malt-focused ales that gain the vast majority of their character from specialty malts. Never the process. Burning malt or wart, or wart sugars via kettle caramelization is not traditional, nor is any blatantly butterscotch character. Most frequently, a draft product. Smoked character is inappropriate, as any found traditionally would have come from the peat in the source water. Scottish ales with smoked character should be entered as a classic style smoked beer. That sentence was giving me some trouble. Um, Alright, so our character... Characteristic ingredients are originally used Scottish pale malts, grist or flaked maize, and brewer's caramel for color. Later adapted to use additional ingredients, ingredients such as amber and brown malts, crystal and wheat malts, and roasted grains or dark sugars for color, but not for the roasty flavor. Sugar adjuncts are traditional. Clean or slightly fruity yeast, peat smoked malt is 
inauthentic and inappropriate. Inappropriate. Don't do it. Keep your Pete out. I mean, we like we like our friend Pete, but we don't want his moss. No, keep Pete's moss out of this. Keep Pete's moss out. So our style comparison, uh, similar character to a Wii Heavy, but much smaller. I'm assuming an alcohol content is what they mean. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that would make sense. Vital statistics, IBUs 15 to 30, SRM of 13 to 22, an OG of 1040 to 1060, and a final gravity of 1010 to 1016, an ABV of anywhere from 3.9 to 6.0. So you got a nice you got a range, range on that ABV. And I don't I because of how much I like this beer, I would love for us to put it in the lower part of that range. Yeah, what is the ABV on this one? I don't know. Uh, 5.2. 5.2. I'd like us to get a little lower than that. Yeah. On ours. Because. I'd agree with that. If I'm, like, I love drinking this beer. And I'd like it to be in, like, that four to four and a half. I think that, that would be a sweet spot for us. Um, Because then you can drink more of them. Because this is a very drinkable beer. Oh, it's, yeah. Ridiculously <clears throat> drinkable. It's super tasty. Um, So our commercial examples. The Bellhaven Scottish Ale, which is the one that we are drinking. Uh, Broughton Exisman Ale. Orkney Dark Island. Uh, Pelican, Mac Pelican's Scottish Style Ale. That seems redundant, guys. Pelican, Mac Pelican's. And Weasel Boy Plaid Ferret Scottish Ale. I want to try that one just because of the name. Because of the name? Yeah, I was looking for that one. <laughs> Couldn't find it. That's amazing. Weasel, Weasel Boy, Boy Plaid Ferret. <laughs> that is one of the best names I've ever seen. All right, man. All right, we got we to gotta start talking. We need some, probably some... Basic. Recipe? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on... Ooh, Amber Malt. You're over like, there just clicking away, I saw. So Yeah, Amber Malt was mentioned, right? What's I've never that? used Amber Malt from the UK. Um, Let's go back here. I believe that was in there. Yep, Amber. Yeah. All right, cool. Yep, yep, yep. Amber and brown. Crystal and wheat and roasted grains or dark sugars for color, but not for the roasty flavor. All right, well, let's Very clear. No roast. No roast. All right. So here's what I got so far. I would for, love to hear for it. grains. I got some amber malt, some brown malt, uh, some medium crystal malt uh, for that good, like rich caramel flavor. Sure. Um, then uh, Maris Otter because I was gifted a bunch of Maris Otter for the base malt. Yeah. So I'm like, we got Maris Otter. Let's use Maris Otter. Uh, oh, and then some flaked up. wheat for uh, for some of that head retention and some of that like just that thicker like smooth creaminess yeah that you get from wheat yeah. so i'm thinking where where do you think the butterscotch comes from uh fermentation temperatures is that what and aging yeah okay. um, i was i mean we have and it's very clear that we shouldn't have a butterscotch forward yeah so if we use so if, if you taste our uh our english barley wine yeah it's a little butterscotchy right now because of the fermentation temperatures. 
Right. Because of the time of year, I don't know if we're going to get as much butterscotch out of it, but I think we should use the same like London Ale yeast. I think that's that's a good idea. And then we should be able to get some of the, but it might be we might get too many too many English characters. So we'll look at yeast in a second here. Um so let's yeah. what if I do this? So like five or let's do 6 pounds of Maris Otter. And that immediately puts us at 5.2%. So we should uh, drop that down. So let's do five pounds of Maris Otter. Um, what, what's, what's our SRM range? Our SRM, we're looking for 13 to 22. Okay. <clears throat> we got a fair range there. I mean, if I, if I leave this as is, like just complete defaults, I have no idea. Like, I need to look up. Amber and brown malts, like their flavor profiles, because I'm I'm not UK amber malt. Sure. Well, while you're doing that, I um I don't know if we should use London ale yeast. Well, yeah, yeah. Look up, look up some yeast. Well, All that's right. what I'm looking at. So the recommended is Scottish ale, seventeen twenty eight from Y yeast. Okay, that's what I use with the wee heavy, and I really like that yeast. Yeah, the gravity hammer that we brewed so way back. That's on. what that's the number one recommended. Then ten ninety eight British ale is the next one. Okay, uh, let's use let's use the Scottish ale then. That's what I like. I think um, that sounds good. All cool. right, so amber malt has a strong biscuity toasted grain flavor and imparts amber and copper hues. Well, that's, that's good. Okay. We want those colors. And then brown. UK brown malt. This is the same website. Yeah, brew and grow. Brown malt is roasted specialty malt. It has a strong, dark roasted grain flavor, slightly nutty with a hint of bitter chocolate. Okay, so I don't want a whole lot of that. So yeah. I'm going to go... With this, I'm going to go half a pound, maybe, or maybe even four ounces. What do you think? I'd go with four ounces and see what that does. 0.25. This is kind of one of the interesting things, as a lot of you listeners know, is like using a new malt, you kind of have to do some research and figure out what you're dealing with. That drops our SRM down to 11. So do the half pound and see what happens. Half pound brings our SRM up to 12, and I like that a little bit better. Um, so right now I have five pounds Maris Otter, one pound Amber, um, half a pound of brown malt, and then one pound of crystal medium. Sure. Uh, which is about 55 <clears throat> SRM. I can increase that or decrease that. That's going to give us most of our caramel flavors. I don't know how strong we want the caramel. I mean, that's fine. Okay. Uh, and then I have a pound of flaked wheat in there. You think a pound is good? I think just a straight pound is nice to yeah. have. Yeah, I, I I like the creaminess that's in this. Do they use do they use oats? What's that? Just look in here. Um, I don't see. Because part list. of me wants to put like half a pound of oats in here, just to like make sure that we have that oaty creaminess. Well, it's not listed in here, but it doesn't say no oats. I'm going to throw half a pound of uh, flaked oats yeah, in here. I think that'd be fair. I mean, it's as long as it doesn't specifically prohibit it, I feel like 
that'll be fine. As long as, I mean, the oats don't throw us out of style, but because creaminess is part of style, yeah, that would fit just okay. fine, I think. All right, so now hops. 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 That is a good question. So I'm thinking, like, oh, man, Scottish ale. I want something UK-based. Like, I'm using all UK ingredients except for the wheat and the oat right now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Hmm. I, immediately, like, my mind goes to, like, EKG or Fuggle or something of that of that nature. Right. Well, I, I've, I've got a recipe online here. Let's see if what they've got as far as the hops go. I don't care what you open it with. Just open it with something, computer. All right. Scottish Export 80. Um... Hops. It says 1.5 ounce Northern Brewer. That's not helpful. I don't want to use Northern Brewer. Oh, here. Origin. I can sort by origin on... uh. So I got... You know what the problem is? Scotland is part of the UK, so they all just go under UK hops. Uh, <clears throat> so it's kind of hard to... Man, I'm thinking EKG. We haven't used EKG in a while. That sounds like it would mesh well with that. All right. Um, just I'm thinking just a 60-minute edition because we don't want a lot. And what kind of IBUs do we want? IBUs, we're looking at 15 to 30. If I do one ounce, that puts us at 17. That sounds good to me. One ounce of EKG? I think that's good. Works for me. All right. And then our yeast. We said Scottish ale yeast. Scottish ale yeast. Uh, yeah. Y-E 1728. That is what it is. Yep. All right. You're on the nuts, man. Okay. So our final recipe. We're locking this in. We're locking it down tight. We're doing five pounds of Maris Otter, one pound of UK Amber, one pound of Simpsons Crystal Medium, one pound of uh, flaked wheat, uh, eight ounces of brown malt, eight ounces of flaked oats, and then we're going to use one ounce of EKG at 60 minutes, and then we're going to ferment with uh, YE1728 Scottish Ale. Oh, that sounds pretty nice. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, thanks for tuning in this week. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios. Become a patron today. If you do any Amazon shopping, head over to blindnewstudios.com. Click on the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage. And when you do regular shopping on Amazon, we give you a kickback. With the holiday season coming up, why not support us as well? Uh... If you'd like to see any other shows on our network, uh, check out the Department of Offense. That airs live every Sunday at 6 p.m. or almost every Sunday. Or you can uh, catch the uh, the recorded feed on Mondays um, right away. Just watch our Facebook page for that. Uh, if you're interested in music, check out Soundwave. Uh, Matt and Carlos do a music show every other week uh, where they dive into a different theme and talk about the latest news in the music biz. Do you like Dungeons and Dragons? Well, check out Tabletop Theater. 
That is our Woo. Dungeons & Dragons live play show where you uh, can see crazy things like taking on vampires, fighting dragons, befriending goblins. It's Getting all in there. attacked by a lot of things. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.